Yes. Welcome to Behind the Windshield with Dennis Apprentice. Thank you very much. It's Thank great to be here. Thanks for coming on. This All is right. your first podcast. It is. It's my third. So <laughs> we're uh, starting. A, we're starting our apprenticeship in the in the podcast world. Am I supposed to look at you or look at there? I think we're supposed to look at each other. Okay. Yeah, we're supposed to. Yeah. I should have turned my chair more, I think, but that's all right. Yeah, we can do it, whatever. Tell the next guest, turn yeah. your chair. Turn your chair, okay. Yeah. So, John, you're you're a plumber? I am. How long? Uh, I think it's genetic. I inherited that gene from uh, two generations before, and uh, I grew up in the trade, sorting fittings when I was a kid, and and I don't even know when it started. It just, so you've always been? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So we were talking just before we came on air about uh, your first call on your own. And my first call on my own, it was a, I work in Saturday sort and fittings. I had just got my license. A call came in. The basement toilet was overflowing. I didn't know anything. I went out. I grabbed an auger. And I did not realize the concept of main drain blockage. And I worked on that sucker forever. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and as they used water upstairs, things kept coming out. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, so I, I, uh, I know now awesome. about that. <laughs> awesome. So you were in business for yourself for a number of years? Yes. And uh, now... Yeah, I was. I, I grew up in a, in a family-run business, and then my brothers and I formed a business, and then... Um, and, and so it went until I joined with Zoom. Very cool. And that was just a couple of years ago, or a year ago? No, it's just actually in uh, May. In May? Yeah. Okay. I've, now, I've known Jim for 20 years. We both brought uh, the first pipe bursting equipment into the area, and we kind of cooperated mm-hmm. on getting uh, approvals and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I got to watch him take his theory over the next 20 years, which... Um, and perfect it and grow. So, and he's a really good guy. And so he's a friend. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. What's your role now? So now I'm a trainer for Zoom. You're a trainer for Zoom. Yeah, I'm an apprentice trainer. <laughs> you're a new. Tra- so you're not trained. You've not done that in the past. Uh, no, I mean just for people that work for me. Okay. So we've, you know, we, our, our background. We did plumbing, HVAC, mm-hmm. and then as things evolved, we got more. Uh, into the trench list thing. And in the last, uh, boy, I don't know, since 2002, we really focused mainly on trench lists. Wow. Yeah, so. So you, uh, did you, in your state, is there licensing for that? Yes. Or there is? Yeah, so okay. Pennsylvania is unusual, and they have a whole lot of communities. Like Maryland, your licensing is by county. Pennsylvania, you have every little municipality, every township, you need to get a license for Pennsylvania is one of the few states that does not have a state license. Oh, interesting. So you... So they're all independent little municipalities. Yeah, it makes it really complicated and who accepts who and that. And uh, we've been fighting for a state license for literally 30, 40 years. Wow. So... Wow. My focus is really on soft skills for apprentices. When you hired a young person to start out on your company, how did you know you had a good one? How did you know you had a bad one? Well, I I think my, my... my answer would be completely different now from my experience. Like at the time, I, I, I used things that may made sense, may not. Mm-hmm. You're looking for that spark, you know? And, I, and obviously the problem that you have as an owner today is that every, everybody's smarter now. I mean, the internet lets everybody be smarter. I got to believe that when I was 16 or 17, I mean, 
it's your first interview, you're stumbling through it. I don't think anybody goes into an interview today not knowing what they're supposed to say. So it's really, it's really, really tough. Um, the dynamics are completely different. I think people understand now that it's a cooperation. If you're an apprentice, I want you as quickly as possible to understand what it's about. Because mm-hmm. if you're not going to succeed, then we're both wasting our time. And I think, so like at Zoom, I see that a lot. They have ride-alongs and everything. We kind of um, front load the, the effort to make sure you really understand what it, this is about. And the soft skills are important because the other stuff can be taught. But there's certain, you know, I would say passion. I mean, you, you got to bring the passion with you. I, I know Mike Rowe, if you look up his, he's got a, a, a number of interview uh, of yeah, things on the Internet, but he does a really good job in talking about he thinks it's a mistake to follow your passion because yes, uh, but you need to bring your passion with you. And I think that's the most critical thing. If you don't if you're coming in, you need to embrace what we do and the industry, the history and that. And, and if you do, you'll do well. So what does that spark actually look like? When you say I saw like he's got that spark, what is what is that? Is it showing up five minutes early to work? Is it not being on your cell phone or what, what how do I think you know what I see is I think that spark looks like you're really listening and you really want to know. It's it's the you know if, if you were trying to cheat at it, you would say, ask a lot of questions. The easiest way is to say, just be interested in, in this profession that you're taking on, and you will generate your own questions. And the questions that you will naturally, organically generate, will be, it'll be clear to me that you're interested. You know, they won't be fake questions. They have a concept behind it. Because at the end, you know, this trade is unusual in that so much on the drain cleaning side, you can't see, right? And it's basic physics, even though we don't really talk about that, because it's all gravity most of the time. Mm -hmm. Venting is extremely important. So how do you balance that out? And what does that look like when it's out of bounds? And you're trying to put those things together and then solve a problem and operate equipment, which a lot of time, you know, you're, you're a simple thing running the cable, you're running 40 feet down the line, anticipating what you're running, but you're not seeing it. So you really it need to get it into your head. And that's why I think people with that experience and that, that embracement of the trade, that's what makes them so valuable as they get that experience. Because it, it, you just can't run a video and say, um, you know, or here's the definitions you need to know. It's, yeah. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. I remember Dad, uh, he didn't like a motor-driven drive on the cable machine because he wanted to hold that cable in his yeah, hand and exactly. feel what was going on. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, there's, and, you know, the other thing is with this trade that makes it different is, like, if you take a, a 10-year computer to wherever to get it repaired, what are they going to tell you? throw it out yeah, like it's yeah. not worth it but we we are working with a, uh, equipment we're working with infrastructure that's 60 70 80 100 years old and even the stuff that is more recent is based on codes that go back whatever 20 30 years in concept and those codes 
are based on research that goes back. You know, a lot of the stuff we do is, is based on stuff that they got in the early 1900s. Right. So it's like it's interesting if you go back to books and things that are written in the 1880s, 1890s and understand. Because originally the concept that you're going to connect your house to a common sewer pipe that's going to run up and down the street and maybe, you know, it's bringing your neighbors in who you don't even like. And now you guys are going to have this thing that's going to join you. That was really scary to a lot of people. Hence, house traps. Today, house traps, everybody says, why there's house traps? You need to go back and look at it. That is because people were unbelievably fearful of that combined sewer gas coming into their house. And it's... Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you... uh, it's it's interesting trade that we deal with the historical part of it every day. You know, when I was like 24 years old, and my my wife says, "Oh, my my, there's one of my dad's jobs, and they had the street opened up." And so we stopped and we walked up, and I looked down in the middle of an intersection and saw all the pipes, the water pipes, the sewer pipes, and there's all the shoring and backhoes, and guys down in there. That was the first time. I had a degree. I had a college degree. I was married and I had two kids. It was the first time I realized there were pipes deep in the ground. Yeah. It blew my mind. Like I drove around just imagining pipes in the ground and going to the houses. I never imagined it. It's, I think it's amazing. We did, we did that work so well 100 years ago yeah. that we literally can take it for granted. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And then, and then once it gets into the house, you know, you got that vent pipe going on there. So you have a typical, right? Typical kitchen sink. What's over the sink is the window that drains in the center, but that drain can't go up. Right. So you're in this trade. You realize that okay, this has got an offset into it on there. It's really, it's a, it's it's a very interesting. It's a lot of uh, mental. Dan Houlihan, when he dealt with the steam industry, he talked about imagineering, and that is a big part of the drain clean. Imagineering. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Oh, it's 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 because his thing it. was you got the physics of the steam and the condensate and the lines, right? And you've got, you know, you've got to ride that. So, like, really in this trade, you're trying to get these guys that are in here. I need you to put your your face on the front end of that cable. Ride that cable down the line. Where are you going? What are you seeing? And it starts to make sense after a while. Yeah, it's really, it's an awesome trade. Awesome. It's awesome. really, really cool. So what do you like about your role now as a trainer? Like now you're a full-time trainer. Where do you get your satisfaction? Uh, how, uh, I'll tell you, it's the coolest thing to have guys, and a, a, and a fair number of them have absolutely no trade, no tools experience. I mean, you start with people that literally may have held a screwdriver, but beyond that nothing nothing and you go through uh the whole training and boy when you see them pull out of that parking lot in their truck uh it is so rewarding it is is really cool and you just see them working on their equipment it it's 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 awesome i got the best job in the world honestly it's really cool awesome yeah i think it's it's uh, one thing i find uh techs are surprised about is like they go to work to make money, but there's something they get out of the work by helping another human being. It makes them feel good. 
that surprises them that money can't buy. And I, I'm, it's the same thing in teaching yeah. as well. Like you get paid to do it, but there's something else that's just as satisfying. Oh, it's, and it is. And, you know, for the techs themselves, I think most of the techs arrive at the doorstep for money. Yes. But even they themselves, I mean, there's a real, there's something about mechanically solving a problem. There's something about doing it that I don't think, no offense, I have brother-in-laws that are accountants and everything. They don't get that. You get something, it's a problem, you get it to work. It's something about working on the mechanics of it. Even working on your piece of equipment and getting it in prime shape, there's, there's just... I think that's the way biologically we're designed. I think there's just a lot of gut-level satisfaction doing that. Interesting. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. It, is there any... Like, there's a, I'm discovering there's a lot of young people that don't even realize... They haven't had the opportunity to realize that they're mechanically inclined. Oh, like, we definitely. used to fix our lawnmower, fix our bicycle, and now we just take it to the shop. Do you Have you picked up on any hints that you when you see a young person and they're doing something you're like I think he might be mechanically inclined have you picked up anything like that you know I would have said before I came to Zoom no but since being at Zoom uh, Zoom had uh, so Jim who uh, founded Zoom right he was in the Air Force and was a jet engine mechanic and his thing to me in the beginning was I think we need to have tools in these guys hands the day they arrive because that's what had happened in the Air Force. And that's really been a, a you know, like if you uh, put some tools on this desk and you just have a board with screws and nuts and bolts in that, and you have, however, let's say you got 10 guys down, some of them are going to play with it, right? Yes. Some of them are not. Yes. Some of them are going to be like, tell me what I need to do. But those guys that want to play with it, if you set something on here and they just want to pick it up and look at it, they're the guys. I was at a school. It was like uh, fifth or sixth graders. Yeah. And it was kind of wild. It was like wild cats. And uh, we had some tools and some pipe. And there were two boys that came up and just started putting stuff together. <laughs> and everybody else was kind of running around. And one guy spent the entire time putting pipes together. Yeah. And I just wanted to give him a card and say, call me in five years, please. But same thing, and other people are just kind of looking like, what, what are we doing here, right? So Yeah, you know, like, so when I was growing up, for those people that struggled in school, for whatever, and typically it would be you had a reading problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as you weren't in school, right, uh, and maybe you even dropped out of school, maybe you just went into the wrong direction, most of those guys were killing time over car engine. They, and when they, when they decided to put their life back on track, Maybe they met the right woman, they found God. Whatever it was, they arrived with a familiarity of tools, right? Today, that's not happening. So those people don't know on there. And, you know, again, I don't know if it's a male thing or whatever. Tools are cool. Tools are really, they're just, you know, awesome. But, you know, if you gave me a budget, I would never run out of money. (laughs) I would never run out of tools. I would definitely, they're just, they're cool. And it's, it's. It's so empowering to have a problem, even at your house. The lock breaks or whatever, you got the tools, you can fix it. Uh, It's very empowering. It's really pretty neat. Very cool. Well, Zoom Drain is super lucky to have you on the team. Uh, It's my luck. The Zoom is the, you know, obviously I work there. 
But at the same time, I'm old, I'm on my way out. So I don't have, there's no leverage here. They have a hell of a team. They got, they just, it's so supportive and so right on target. It's really, it's really awesome. So I feel extremely lucky. Very cool. And I'm lucky to have met you too, before you're gone. Oh. I'm glad to meet you for sure. Yeah, it's nice. And you're doing a great job. Thank so you. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Here's a little gift for you. A luggage, a little right. luggage uh, tag. A face known world round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Take care. Yeah.